0: You're listening to the Auxiliary Gate, a weekly podcast discussion focusing on the best of Kentucky horse racing and handicapping. And now, here are your hosts, CC Broadus. What state is south of Georgia? Tennessee. And Alan Schneider. E-ha! Hello and welcome to the Auxiliary Gate podcast. I'm your host, CC Broadus. And what we're trying to do is going to host a weekly podcast. We're going to talk about kentucky horse racing and mainly churchill downs and we've got a big card coming up on saturday there's gonna be five stakes races one kentucky derby prep and this is a very difficult card we're gonna to try to try to go through as many races as we possibly can i am joined as always by a good friend and a great handicapper mr alan schneider are you there sir
1: I certainly am, sir, and
0: you're making me blush, even though this is all audio. Thank you very much. Well, I appreciate you joining me. I uh, hope we're here for many more podcasts in the future. Uh, yes, indeed. Before we get into Churchill's Saturday card, let's uh, talk about the news of the week. The big news, uh, the Belmont Stakes will be held on June 20th, and the distance has been shortened from a mile and a half to a mile and an eighth, breaking from tradition. I think it's probably warranted since there's a lot of uh, a lot of trainers that haven't been able to get a race in for their uh, for their uh, three year olds. And I think nine furlongs is probably going to hit a lot of these right right between the eyes. And it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a, a great Saturday of racing. And I think, you know, with a mile and eight, that's a that's a long that's a six furlong run to the turn. So I think they're going to try to fit in, you know, if they if they can get 16 horses. That's going to be a massive field, and it's going to be a great betting opportunity. you have any thoughts on the shortened Belmont?
1: Yeah, a lot of people have an issue with it. It breaks tradition. Is that uh, not completely the best thing? No, but do I mind? No, honestly, I really don't. Uh, The mile and the eighth makes sense. It makes sense at this time of year. Uh, A mile and a half is always a stretch for horses anyway, and that's always the end of the road target. The, The Belmont this year is the beginning of the road target. It's going to be one turn. It's gonna be a great stakes. If if I had a horse, that's what I'd want to send him at nine furlongs at that time of the year. So, I've got to be honest with you, that doesn't bother me that much. I know it does some people, but hey, this is an odd year. I think we can all agree with that. It's an odd year, so we have to make uh, odd shortcuts.
0: So. I think it's, it's not, gonna be an outstanding, gonna be an outstanding betting race with uh, the likes of Charlatan. Yeah, uh, Baffert's gonna ship Charlton and Nadal his the law will be there and then you know there's no telling who's else who else is going to show up you're not going to get many opportunities to run for a million dollars this year and this is going to be one of them
1: and i'd also add what we're going to have is by by default a much stronger belmont race than what we're accustomed to usually by the time the belmont rolls around it's either a triple crown a horse trying to win the triple crown against a bunch of eh kind of horses or you've got a bunch of guys just trying to grab a grade one in an emaciated triple crown. So actually this year it's going to be the best Belmont race that we've seen in some time, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just thankful that they're going to run the race. You know, they, they they, they had, they had every opportunity probably to cancel it. So that's, uh, I'm all for, uh, I'm all for running as many triple crown races as they possibly can. So
1: I hear you brother.
0: All right. So let's turn our attention. We're going to try to get as many races in as we can. We don't want to bore you to death with, uh, uh, chatter two hours worth of chatter although it, it, it we could use two hours to go over this car we could do it we could easily do it yeah <laughs> and we're going to try not to go overboard because we want you to stay with us as long as you can but uh let's uh let's dive right in i want to talk briefly about the third race and this is a maiden special weight and this race is really tough but mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're playing any type of exotics Horizontals, verticals. There's two horses I want to go over. Uh, One is number four, Bubba Caballo. And this is a second-time starter out of the Ron Moquette barn. This horse uh, is stepping up in class. Raced last time for Maiden 50. And he finished second. Finished a good second. Uh, He had a wide trip. Uh, Talmo retains the mount. And I'm a thoroughgraph guy. I downloaded graph for this. Now I'm not going to give away their figs. I don't think they'd appreciate me doing that. But <laughs> this horse ran a really nice number in his first start. You know, you, usually, you, you get something in the double digits for for a, a first time starter in a maiden $50,000 claiming race. But the but he he ran a really nice number, and I think the trainer recognized that, and they're they're taking a crack at at maiden special weight. So I'm I'm definitely using this horse. He's eight to one on the morning line. I don't know if we'll get that. We maybe get something like five to one if he's live. We may get something worse than that, but. Uh, that's that's one of the two that I like. The other is number nine, Blame the Cake, and that horse is five to one. Uh, Julian LeParu retakes the mount after a uh, a foray a foray to Tampa for this horse. I liked his effort in that race. He he broke okay. I mean, this was a first start off a long layoff. He would raced at uh, Saratoga last summer. He's a New York bred, and he couldn't break his maiden in, at Saratoga. But something happened in his, in his second start. He was laid off until April 22nd in Tampa. He broke well, made a middle move into the turn, got within a length of the lead, and then kind of faded late. I mean, it was it was a so-so performance. But what I like about this 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 effort reminds me a lot of the last race last Saturday. A horse named Reagan's Edge yes. um, ran a you know, ran a big fig or a, a good fig in, in his in her first start. Came back. Uh, bounced a little bit off the effort, had a break. I think I've got that backwards. Actually actually broke broke Maiden in first start, was off, uh, came back and moved forward in one of the starts as a, as a three-year-old, and then won last Saturday. Blamed the cake in a similar position, uh, ran a nice fig in, in his first start, uh, bounced, maybe got injured in the second start, came back and and paired up his two-year-old top and i think we're we're looking at a move forward now i don't care for the odds five to one's a little low but i think this horse has a has a good shot so th- those are the two i like in that race uh bubba caballo and blame the cake uh if you, you if you playing doubles pick threes pick fours. i think these are the two that you uh you need to use you have any uh, opinion on this race
1: Uh, You know what, I'm glad that you went over this so thoroughly because I did not have a strong opinion on this race. I think it's a really tough one. So I'm looking for an esteemed handicapper to point me in the right direction in this one. Uh, Both those horses you made uh, cases for, I can go with both of those. The only one that I was trying to lean to, but I'll be honest with you, I think it's a stretch, and it comes from uh, something I saw last year. That is on the number five horse for Bill Mott, Peddler's Pride. I really liked his debut at Saratoga. He was really finishing well down the stretch. I thought we had a runner there. I thought we had a runner, but the horse has not panned out since. And they tried him uh, at Gulfstream going a mile, but that was a really, really good field, I will say that. Then they put him on the turf. Nothing has quite worked, but now they're sticking him back um, sprinting. Maybe he can finish stronger. Maybe that's, maybe that's the key to the horse that said, they've got them six to one in the morning line. I I would want more than that, to be honest with you. So I'm gonna defer to your better judgment, CC, and I will probably side with the two you gave gave out because I can't come up with a firm opinion, and I uh am blessed to have somebody who does have a firm
0: opinion. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if I'm steamed, maybe more out of steam than anything. Oh, but, get out of here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, our Twitter buddy, Justin Golden, likes number five peddlers prior to. He, he gave me a, little, a t, uh, little tip on that horse. He he thinks a lot of that one. Uh, also, I just Shit. want to throw in a couple more. Verb, number 10. Verb. Really raced, raced on a dead rail last time at, at Fairgrounds. Now, that's been a while back, but that, I like these dead rail horses that come – to come back i think i think he's got a got a good shot here and then you want to keep an eye on number 14 ennis glue who would have to draw in the AE list he was a he was a, a steam horse down at oakland on uh, on the big weekend the oakland arkansas derby weekend didn't did not fire in his first start but they gave eight hundred twenty five thousand twenty five thousand dollars for a son of bernardini yeah. And I think if he can draw in, I think he, he's he's one you have to pay attention to.
1: I would agree with
0: that. I would agree with that. All right. So uh, I'm not crazy about race four. if do you have any opinion. I, I can I can I can pick out a couple here that that you might want to look at. But if you got anything, let it rip. I'll let it rip a little bit. I like this race more than I like the previous race. And it
1: starts with a actually a horse on the outside for me, a bit of a price. Uh, the Red Hot Tom Drury Barn, who is always tough at Churchill. I believe two for three so far this meet. Ithaca Falls. Ithaca Falls. It's a bit of a stretch. And he doesn't have Brian Hernandez riding. which he usually has Brian Hernandez riding as top stock. He has John McKee. But this horse uh, debuted at Turfway last year on a, what they call Jim Beam Day, whatever it was this year. It's hard to remember. Spiral Stakes Day. GalleryFurniture.com. This horse debuted against Don't Mind Me for Michael Ann Ewing, and Don't Mind Me was ready to go that day. That was actually a pretty strong turfway maiden field, and Don't Mind Me was ready to go. This horse did not break at all, did not break at all, but came rolling, made up 12 lengths in a blink of an eye. Kind of looks like the type of horse that will appreciate a one-turn mile, perhaps off a layoff. Um, the dam has thrown seven winners. Um, is it a bit of a stretch? Yeah, but I think this horse figures at 12-1. to 1. There's a few others in there, but on my ticket, I would have Ithaca Falls for certain, but I would also have the Dallas Stewart second-timer take charge, Glenda, who ran a big second, ranged up on the turn, but was not going to catch a red-hot Steve Asmussen horse at Oakland called Scolding. Um, John Court gets a call today, which is a little odd, but Dallas Stewart's horse has always improved second-time out. I'd expect this one to run well, and you know chad brown has one in there five to two he might beat me i might use him but i'm not crazy about him i would also maybe toss in Maid of honor as a big long shot bomb for chris davis uh lovely regina has thrown numerous winners numerous six-digit winners um the guy actually runs does well going uh around the ground with his first time starters do i think the horse is going to win no but i have it on my ticket yes but uh the race for me is Ithaca Falls and Take Charge, Glen. As you can see, they're both a couple of prices. So I'll be fishing for a little money in that race. How about you, sir?
0: Well, I'm, real quick, I'm looking to fade the nine out half from the Chad Brown barn. This filly, I think, is a granddaughter of Golden Apples, who was a very nice filly, but she did all of her work on the turf. Yes. Uh, there's a little bit of turf breeding here. I, I, I don't know. I, I would think. I'm starting to believe Chad Brown is going to fire his best bullets in New York. Maybe he sent his, his B-string yeah. here. So maybe this is a Philly we need to uh, maybe play against this time around and just let her beat us. Man, she I, will take I, some money.
1: The mod horse on the rail should be tough as well, too. But I'm with you. I, that would be a B-horse to me. I would fade it. I would definitely have it on my ticket somewhere, but it would be a defensive play. Um, I'm with you. I think his best stuff maybe in New York. Uh, we haven't seen his best stuff in here, Kentucky. Not say that we won't, but so far it's been kind of habit. Like give me Tom Drury and Dallas Stewart there. And uh,
0: also, I like number 11, Bobby's Golden Girl. As you can tell, we are spreading deep in this spot, so – uh let's let's go on to race five i know you've got a strong opinion i do not in this race but you have a strong opinion tell us about your horse that you like here well a strong opinion is it's strong opinion that i'm okay playing this horse
1: seven or eight to one it's a tough field these horses have run against each other numerous times so many really crack solid stakes type uh, turfers in here but if you followed kentucky racing at all for years you know that parlor has always hinted at Talent. He's never quite lived up to it. There's been a barn switch this year to Mike Maker. And in the last couple starts, Mike Maker has put a little speed in this horse. They've been speed off slow fractions, granted. But the first time he got him close to the pace, the horse faded late. Against a weaker field, no question. They put blinkers on him. Same same uh got him up close to the pace again. He finished stronger this time and was able to draw away. Maybe. The change to mic Maker, maybe the change in tactics, maybe the blinkers will get this horse showing the type of uh, promise that he's had for a long time. And also I'd add that there's not a lot of pace in this race, too, so you might want somebody up close. A thread of blue is a very dangerous horse, at least he was last year. If he's not quite right, I can make a case where Parlor sits just off him and or mixed star on the inside and gets Jose Ortiz who really knows how to rate one on the turf I'll take parlor at seven or eight to one in there I mean there's a lot of ways to go but there sometimes you just got to take a stand with a nice priced horse and I will try although I've been disappointed before by parlor I know a lot of people have I'm gonna go with him in this spot
0: yeah I'm like you I've had a love-hate relationship with this horse I was on him in his debut however many years ago that's been I always liked his pedigree. I thought Lonro was a really cool horse that they that Godolphin mm-hmm. shipped here several years ago. Uh, but from a thoroughbred perspective, he's he is one of the ones here. He's got a big shot. Uh, the, his problem to me has always been his start. He he he'll he'll miss the break or he won't break as cleanly as he should, and he he'll usually wind up with a wide trip. I, yeah. I think if he can get out of the gate, he's he's as good as any, and I I think you're going to get a decent price on him and. And Maker, you know, uh, Maker's hot right now. I think he's—he's. He's, this is going to be one of those uh, great reclamation projects that he's known for. Yeah, I would add that Drew has ridden the horse the last two times
1: to help get this horse close to the pace. But the fact that Drew's not on him today does not bother me because Drew always rides. Mr. Misunderstood for Brad Cox. So I can completely understand him switching horses in this spot. So the the, the losing Giroux doesn't bother me. I'd also throw one quick asterisk to horse. I'm always fond of his first premio is the horse as right as he's been in the past. I don't know. Will he get the pace? I don't know, but I've always been a big fan
0: of that horse that said it's par for me in this spot. Okay. Let's turn our attentions to race six. And I want to pick your brain on a couple of these. Uh, Mainly, this is a six-mile furlong allowance race, by the mm-hmm. way. Uh, these big purses, eighty-one thousand dollars. Man, this Woo. is so cool that they're they're offering this type of money up uh, in this climate we're in right now. But let's look at number two, High Crime. I I was I knew you was horse.
1: Not, I know you like that horse.
0: Yeah, he's let me down a lot. He he uh, he broke his maiden January twelfth of last year, and he looked like he was going to be a star. He blew away a, a really nice horse, mm-hmm. rides the Guy. Rides the Guy blew him off the track i think they brought him back too quick in the swale stakes on february 2nd they only gave him three weeks uh, after that after that big number and i think he bounced and then he went to keeneland and i was all over him again i'm pretty sure i needed him in a pick four somewhere along the line i'm I'm sure i singled him there and he was beaten by intrepid heart who was a todd fletcher horse he got run down by a good one that day yeah yeah uh, yeah and and then he came back on Derby Day, and I was on him again on the turn back. I was like, this horse is going to win. He was four to one. I had him in the pick four with Hidden Scroll. I, I just had those two, and I was certain that I was going to get through. The pick four paid $15,000. Oh,
1: oh, and I
0: had, yeah, I had three out of four. And I, High Crime got a perfect trip, and he just stopped in the lane. He, he, he went up finishing fourth that day. And then he, they gave him a break, brought him back on turf at Ellis, and he, he got nabbed at the wire by a, a below average yeah Uh, allowance horse named elgar and then they shipped him to saratoga and he lost again now i don't think he's a turf horse he did all right on turf i don't think that's what what he wants to do and that i can't get away from that january 12th figure where, where i mean he runs back to that he'll blow this field away so he's had a year well he's had almost what 15 months 16 months since that effort i think we might see the real high crime today, but this horse, you know, how many, how many times can I go to the well on this horse? I, I don't blame you for going to the well this time because two reasons.
1: Number one, uh, I don't think the feels that strong, to be honest with you. And six and a half furlongs on the dirt is, looks like it's this horse's wheelhouse to me, more so than some of his other uh, tries. They've been kind of like experiment with him a little bit, but I think this guy's a sprinter. I think he's a sprinter. I think he draws well. I definitely think he's one of the ones. And if you have a strong opinion about him here, I don't blame you because there's some other ways you can go. But, again, this isn't the toughest uh, $81,000 1X field I've ever seen at church. I'm not saying that it doesn't have some good horses in it, but I don't blame you a bit for
0: going to Silverton Hill one more time. Now, I'm a I'm a disciple of thoroughbred, and that's, that is, uh, that's something that uh, – they they believe in it they believe a a big effort can knock a horse out yeah that january 12th effort that you know you could make the case that that horse was never right again and he may never be right going forward but you know with the long the long break since that race i think that 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 he might have a chance to cycle back to that effort so that's where i'm at there there's also another horse get the prize i think this horse is He's mm-hmm. live here. He's been off since June and he had some big efforts. He ran he got beat a nose on, on Derby Day in and, and, and one of the races after the, the Derby. Yeah. Yeah. And he and he ran well there. And then he got he came right back and got beat by Night Ops. Night Ops is is a stakes winner now at Oakland. Mm-hmm. And something happened in the in the June twenty eighth race, but he's been off since then. Stall goes to Rosario and that duo, I believe, is hooked up with uh De Homs, Tom's Day uh, yes. as of late. Uh, I think it's going to be one of these two, but the horse I'm really excited about is Breaking News, the Five Wars. So, Interesting. Now, you and I have a special wager that we okay. play from time to time. We call this the Shiloh. Now, we're not going yes. to go into detail on the, on the Shiloh we today. We will at some point, yes. We will at some point in the future, but we just don't have the time. Uh, today but this is the type of horse that can crash your superfecta Uh, now he's not your type you you like a 60 to one shot to to (laughs) to crash your supers this is more my my style this is a horse that'll be near the back of the pack and will come running late and pick off stragglers if you look he's been at least fourth on seven occasions seven of his 11 starts and then he won the other one and then he's been off the board three times. But if you go back and look, look uh, September, October, November, those three starts at Churchill, Keeneland, and Churchill, he was 40 to one, 21 to one, 15 to one. Hit the board every one of those times. Uh, that third, the the 40 to one effort, September 14th, he finished third, and I'm fairly certain that keyed a large super effective payoff. Yeah. Uh, this is, you know, this this is this is what I like the horse. Had a return effort on, on April 30th at Oaklawn. He raced against the grain of the track. Uh, it was more speed favoring that day, but you know he ran okay. He was beating four lengths. That was a salty, that was a salty a race, r- roughly run race too. Maybe right, but this horse, this he probably needed the race. And I, and I expect him to run a little bit better today. And all I need for him to do is finish second, third, or fourth. If he can just get one of those spots, and I can get either high crime or get the prize to win the race. Boom. I'm gonna hit the superfecta. So that, I'm with you. That we call that the shallow, but we're gonna go into that in a little more detail in a future podcast. So that's you, you know what I can't I, I, I can't disagree with
1: anything you said right there. I, uh, in summation, a shallow is is what we call a superfecta key, trifecta key a horse that can get into the race, get into the uh, exotics. Uh, preferably at a price, but it doesn't have to be. And for a, a wide variety of reasons, and this horse definitely fits the bill. Uh, consistent that, that looking at the PPs right here, he ran eighth one time, but that was against Common Lunderskit, and Classy John. That was a great field. So I don't, and I think he was too close to the pace that day. I'm with you there. I think Breaking News has an excellent chance to get into the exotics. And that, to me, the two to beat are high. Crime and get the prize. I will add that Al Stahl won with a turn back horse today with uh, Dalka, correct? Uh, on the turf, took that a round horse won, and he's make, doing the same move here. Al Stahl is as good as it gets off the layoff. Uh, he proved it with J- Tom's Day Todd. He proved it with Dalka today and get the prize is another example. If I was taking just two in this uh, race, it would be the two that cc mentioned, folks. It would be high crime and get the prize. The of horse Picasso it doesn't seem like a one of the tried and true ass months and burners not say that he cannot win, but the layoff pattern and the kind of so-so maiden win I'm sticking with CC here. It's the, it's
0: get the prize and high crime for me as well. All right, let's turn our attention to race seven. This is the first of the five stakes races, the impossible pick five. Impossible indeed. Yeah. It's the Shawnee stakes. Um, it's a mile 16th for Phillies and mares. It's a $100,000 per person. And it's a good but not great field, in my opinion. Yes, yes. Uh, and I, well, I'm interested to hear what you think. And I'm going to, I'm going to blow your mind with who I like. So go ahead.
1: Oh, well, uh, I can honestly, I know it's going to be one of the outside of the top two in that case. But uh, it, it does appear to be, she's a Julie in Dunbar Road to me. She's a Julie is... A mile and a 16th horse who is hard knocking hickory. And late last year, she was able, because of her class, go a mile and an eighth against the best mares in the country and still hold her own. You cut this horse back to mile and a 16th, it's a dropping class. There's no blue prizes, midnight bisous, elates in here. Dunbar Road is certainly a, a worthy adversary, but. It looks like she's a Julian Dunbar Road to me, but now I'm interested to see what Mr. Broadus has to say. I'm going to try to guess who he's coming up with here as a contrarian pick. It's got to be either Vault or Ah Emma. Am I right?
0: Yeah, very good. I like number six Vault. Uh, first yeah. of all, first of all, I, I I respect Dunbar Road. I think she's made a lot of money, but not running entirely fast. I was agreed. agreed. Yeah, she she. She's okay. I like you know we we Chad Brown according to the racing form. Uh, now I know he's lost a race today, but he's run four starters and he did finish third with two of them. I just wonder you know this philly has been off a while. This could be a prep for the the big race uh, at, on yes. Belmont Stakes day. That I think it's the mm-hmm. Octon Phipps, 5th, mile the 16th. I don't want anything to do with four to five if you're betting to win. I, I obviously I think you have to use her if you're playing some type of horizontals. I, I I can see her getting beat. Now, I'm not saying she will get beat. I mean, she may come back as a monster. But, I you know, I I think uh, I like Vault a little bit. I think she has a – there's a recipe for her to go forward. Uh, she got really good late last year as a three-year-old. Uh, won some stakes races in, uh, at the mid-Atlantic tracks. And I believe it looks like uh, Mad Cat Stables has bought into her. And now they – Brad Cox has has uh has the training duties and he goes to Joelle Rosario for the second mm-hmm. start. This uh I mean she ran okay in her first start she was nothing special she she got off poorly was tucked along the inside was a little rank going down the backside just a touch and then she flattened out I mean I think I feel like that that race should move her forward I like the addition of Rosario here think he'll get the most out of her i for me she is a a good horse to crash the exacta i think uh you're right she's a Julie has a big shot here of course i, I would play something along the lines maybe uh just a straight exacta well not a straight exact, but a, a wheel six with four eight so that would be vault over Dunbar road and she's a Julie then I would reverse it' cause i think i think you know at ten to one that that's represents good value here
1: yeah, and I would I would a lot of horse players know this, maybe some of the people who haven't been doing it as long. When you're playing the the horizontals and you have a race where the public sees it as a two horse race, if you can get that third horse, the third the contrarian third horse to crash that and beat those top two your horizontal wagers just pay mind-boggling sums. Vault would be a great example of a horse such as that because the, the public will center on She's a Julie and Dunbar Road. And Vault, to me, does look like the most, because that 10-to-1 morning line, the most likely horse to upset the apple cart against those two and start throwing out big balloons at the twin spires. And it's Brad Cox and Joel Rosario on a Pennsylvania bread. It's it's an interesting play, but i got to be honest with you, I like it, and if I were going horizontally, in this uh, endeavor, I would use that horse as well. So I wish you the best of luck on that pick.
0: One of my favorite angles, and we'll go over angles a lot in upcoming podcasts too. I, I, I love a second start four-year-old, or a filly mm-hmm. making their second start off a layoff in their four-year-old year. That's that's when a horse really starts to mature. Late late in the three-year-old year, early in their four-year-old year. Uh, this is a May foal, so she just just now turning four. So, you know, this is this is the type of horse that maybe, you know, she may be coming in, coming into her own and she's ready to move forward. And we just don't know it yet. Yes, we might. We might see it on Saturday.
1: So, and I tell you what, that was a pretty good first race of the year. Blamed motion to motion. That was a pretty solid. There's about five or six really good horses in that spot that day. And she did not embarrass herself. And Brad Cox, for my quick math, is 24 for 41 blinkers. Off, no, not 24, 16 for 41 blinkers off. That's a pretty impressive stat there too. So we'll see what vault can do come Saturday.
0: All right. For me and the exotics or the horizontals, it's four, six, eight. Let's go to the second of the stakes races. This is the Teppin stakes for three uh, year old fillies going a mile. And this race is impossible. I, I, I need a <laughs> dart. I need a dartboard. I mean, there's, there's fillies that I like in here, but I, it, this could come down to pace and trip. Well, who do you like?
1: You know what? This I'm actually going to go against the way I usually play horses because when I see a, a one mile race on the turf, you know, you get that real short runner in the, into the first stretch. I would never take a horse way on the outside. I mean, it's, um, it's not really in my DNA to do that. That said, I'm a mutation today because I think it's alms. I think alms on the outside is something special. Uh, she's going to have to come from the 14. Uh, and that is a quick turnaround, but if you look at the running lines, I always like horses that take over at will at some point in the race. When you just and if there's been four races, Alms is running and she's just that that, that shows sign of a confident jock that I've got this race. Whenever I decide to make the move, I'm going to blow by, by these horses and I'm going to just ride and ride ride the horse out to victory. That's what Alms looks like to me. That said, she could get sent eight wide on the turn. She could be sent eight wide. And then the race is over. Paco Lopez is aboard. He comes up here for a reason. Of course, he can be a little too aggressive at times. But I'm going to I'm gonna stay with Godolphin and Alms. And I can't believe I'm going to take a 14 horse in, in a field such as this. But I've seen it happen numerous times where the best horse just wins despite the post position. But as you said, once you get past that, this race, it could blow up into some casino-style payoffs. One long shot I will throw in there that I know you like is past the plate for Paul McGee. Uh, The horse is going to do something special one day, and uh, she made a big move against Alms two races back. Landry just said, I'm going to go. I'm going to see if I can run this horse down. Alms just kicked away. so It was a bit of a premature move, and it cost her late where she lost uh, the second spot. Maybe Julian Lepreau, who we all know is very patient, maybe he sits and sits and sits, had success on this horse before two for two, Maybe uh, he can get in there. Wait, 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 and make one last move at about thirty to one. So it's alms for me. And past the plate is one of many bombs that can cause some damage.
0: How about you, right. sir? Well, we shouldn't forget that uh, this th- this race does feature the the winner of the British Cup Juvenile, yes, Phillies Turf, Sharing, and uh, she she's done virtually nothing wrong. She's three out of four, and I, I liked her effort of saying you know, I mean, that, that's 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 a big deal to ship from coast to coast. Mm-hmm. and win a grade one so uh, you know i she she obviously she has a big shot and i, I like those two workouts uh, leading up to this she she worked seven furlongs on may 9th and six furlongs on may 16th i think you know maybe he's he uh, trainer motion is trying to trying to get the best effort out of her off the bench uh, she should be fit that's for sure oh, I, yeah. you know i i have to take a swing in here a couple of these i i like abscond for Keneally, mm-hmm. I think uh, you know that last effort in February, uh, it it was a step forward. It was her. It was a career. I, think, I believe it was a career top for her. And then she's had several months off. She's had nearly three months off. So there's a, there's a there's a chance she can move forward. I like uh, walking Marrakesh a little bit. Uh, I like the effort two back. I think that that, that Philly has a. Uh, she was she was rolling in on the outburst that day. Outburst is also in the field, and she's number seven. True. Uh, Walking Marrakesh. She, uh, Nacho Correas, uh, is, he, he he can get a long shot home mm. uh, for sure. But I mean, there's a lot of ways oh, to, yeah. to go here. There, there, there is so many fillies that could that could factor here. And you know, uh, number fourteen Alms might be the best filly in the race. Is is the question of can she negotiate that outside post? It's a huge so, question. So, yeah, I, you know, it's uh, – you could have a reasonably good chance to, to get through this race, maybe by using the two favorites, 9 and 14. Possibly. But, gosh, in a 14-horse field, you, you almost have to take a shot, you know. Yeah. But,
1: uh, Dias is sharing, anali's is a Breeders' Cup winner on the turf, but his mama was a Breeders' yes. Cup winner on the turf for the same trainer, Grand Motion. So, they do know their way around the green. So, yeah. It, it probably comes down to sharing an alms, but there's so many uh, tempting twenty to ones in there that uh, we'll see how it goes. But those two are the class of the race. We'll see what happens after that.
0: Okay, so uh, that's a spread race for me. But let's, let's oh, yeah. go to let's go to race nine. This is the one hundred thousand dollar blame stakes. It's a it's a one turn mile. Uh, it's a long run to the far turn. I should several several of these should get a a, a fair trip here. Uh, and I, again, I have a bomb that I really love. I, there's, yeah. there's no way, there's no way we're going to get this price. price. Uh, who do you like in this, in this spot? Uh,
1: ooh, I'm curious to see who you like now, but, uh, <laughs> there's, it, it kind of defaults for me. Sometimes when you're handicapping races, it's like, well, I can't take that one. You, you, through process of elimination, you kind of default into the horse that you like the best. I'm not saying that's exactly what I like here because there's a lot of really good Uh, older horses in here. That said, I'm probably going to take the up-and-coming, well, I guess it's up-and-coming, four-year-old Global Campaign. Global Campaign, who has always shown a lot of talent. I think I'm always big on one-turn miles. I'm a one-turn, I love the one-turn mile, I love the seven furlong races. Uh, I, I try to find the horses that have the running style for it, and not everybody does. I think Global Campaign's last effort proves she does. I didn't think she was running that she was really hyped last time. She was working really well down at Gulfstream. And uh, I thought she might have been spinning the wheels early in the race, but when she found her stride down the lane, she won that race much easier than the PPs appear. Uh, you see the late pace rating of 100. This horse may have found uh, his stride at the one-turn mile. I love the curl ones at seven furlongs, the one-turn mile, especially young horses. That's a great way to get a price. She, this horse is, I should say, he... Giving up some experience to some really classy horses like silver dust uh, snapper Sinclair Owendale is is really gonna be tough in this spot uh, but if I have to pick one I'm, I'm gonna take global campaign
0: okay well make sure you're setting down for this I like It's uh, ever fast you're gonna say ever fast, no <laughs> no I, don't want I, I cannot stand that horse ever fast cost me the, yes, same thing. Uh, yeah, it cost me the the superfect and the preakness, and I, I I think I used every horse in the race but that one. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and he's not done anything. Well, he, he did finish second last time in the lounge race, but that's he not the horse through. I like. That yes. is not the horse I want. Uh, to the inside of him is always mining, and that horse is twenty oh. to one on the morning line. And then uh, again, this horse is a four year old, not making the first start of his four year old campaign, but he has. He, he's throwing a lot of good figs as of late. This horse is a winner. He's a proven winner. He's nine out of 20 lifetime. He's won over half a million dollars. And he he probably uh, he probably tailed off in his last start. I don't know that he wants to go a mile and an eighth. I think the one mile distance hits him right between the eyes. But his figs stack up favorably with everything in here. And I, I at 20 to one, I will be betting this horse across the board at the nice. very least. He will be on my pick four ticket. I don't know if I have guts to single him, uh, but I, I like him a whole lot in here. And at, that price is very juicy. And I think we might we might actually get that here. Yeah, um, you might hear. He was hyped last year as the, uh, the up and coming
1: now horse of uh, the Maryland bread. Uh, and he destroyed him in Maryland. And it's not he looks like he's coming back around. I can understand that. I can understand that call there.
0: I agree with you on global campaign. I thought that last effort was really nice. He was six wide coming off the turn, kind of grinded out the effort to win that. I think, uh, I think this horse, he's good anywhere from seven furlongs up to whatever you want to do. He's, he's bred bred to run all day. Uh, the mile might be too short for him. As a matter of fact, Mm -hmm. he, that last effort, he, that was a career top for him on third graph. And I would expect, uh, you know, something similar to that's going to put him in the money here. And at, you know, nine to two, he gets Jose Ortiz. I think the horse. Uh, that's a positive jockey switch. I think I think this horse is is live here. Uh, looking down through the field, uh, Silver Dust should be considered. He he might have tailed off in the New Orleans Classic. He's had a had a pretty solid campaign yeah. over the winter. I, I think I think that he ran into by my standards. So. And he didn't break well that day, so you know maybe a lot of factors. I think the break, the break uh, between races will do him some good. He's fast enough to win this, and and you know he's he's two for four at Churchill going going the flat mile. Uh, Owen like you said, has a big shot. I mean, this is the first start of his four year old campaign, and I think we're all expecting a lot out of him. And then you know. One horse we need to include on the far outside—not the far outside, but one from the outside—is Mr. Money. <laughs> yeah. What Brett do we do John. with him?
1: What do we I do think, with him? Then?
0: I think you use him. You—you you have to throw out that last effort at Oaklawn yeah. that was on that funky track, and he finished behind Tom Say Todd, and it was—it it was a jumping-off point. Now the horse did tail off late last year, uh, but he's got some huge efforts over the, over last summer. I mean, he won—he won the Matt Win here. and He won the Indiana Derby, and, and uh, you know he—he's. Uh, he's another one that should should flourish at one mile so he and, and again he's three out of four at churchill uh, lifetime so i think uh i think that's one you need to include i would have him on my tickets he's one i wouldn't want to take it as short because i
1: loved this horse last year i thought this horse was the real deal Ta- the tailing off worries you but again everyone's going to tail off against tom's day and his pat day mile which was a one-turn mile at churchill he blew them off the track so if he can if he can rebound You'd want about 5-1 to one on him at least, I would say. But at that point, you have to have him on your tickets. I agree. I, I'm pulling for horse. I'm a big fan of the horse. I'm a big fan of uh, Calhoun. So I'd like to see the
0: horse run yeah. well. Yeah, the horse is very nice. So, I mean, to sum up, you're you're on number three global, global yeah. campaign, and I'm on mm-hmm. the four, always mining. And I wish you the best. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's turn our attention to the Kentucky Derby prep. It's the – Matt Wins it's a it's good one, grade three, $150,000 going mile on the 16th. And I'm telling you what, I am very, very confused here. The good horses landed on the outside and in a short run to the first turn, this is, uh, uh, we could get some chaos here. I, I, I'd be interested to know what, what you think.
1: You know, this race comes out, I, I think there's haves and have-nots in here. I could be wrong. I think the haves are... Mystic Guide, Pneumatic, New York traffic. Obviously Maxfield and the return everybody's waiting for. And maybe a little bit of attachment rate, major Fed. But for me, it's pneumatic. It's pneumatic in this spot. Uh, Maxfield, I was on pneumatic both times last year, not pneumatic, Maxfield both both times last year. He looked amazing. But you know, yeah, he's had some bumps in the road. Is he ready to come back with that one of those type efforts in this spot? I don't know uh I could see him coming along second, third, trying to get a prep in for something down the road, namely the Kentucky Derby. But pneumatic has impressed me in two starts. um What I like about pneumatic is the last race, the mile race. She was a little wide that he was a little wide that day, and if you look at the past, the past performance, they almost mirror each other. Santana knew he had the best horse. He knew he had the best horse. He, he was wide. He was in fifth, fifth by three, fifth by three, fifth by three, let's go. And he knew he had the best horse in the all time. Two Brisnet figures of 94, 95. Um, I think there's a lot left in this horse. I don't know if it's a derby horse. I think it might be set up for the mat win, though. I think the horse is going to be really tough. Uh, I think New York traffic could find himself blown on the lead or pretty close there. Um, a lot of good horses in here, but uh, if you had me pick one,
0: I'm taking Pneumatic. Well, I, yeah, I agree with your sentiment there on Pneumatic. I think this horse, uh, he's obviously has a lot of talent. Uh, I don't, uh, I can't fault you at all. I, I like a horse to his inside a little bit at a price. Oh, Fifteen yeah. to one. Oh yeah. Mystic god is Definitely. a son of Music Note, a Music Note race for Godolphin, who also owns this horse and they, they bred this horse. Uh, but uh, Music Note was was. Good all the way up to ten furlongs. Uh, now she hasn't produced much. No. This is the this is by far her best foal. Uh, that that effort last time at Fairgrounds was very 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 impressive. Uh, now I will say he may have rallied down the, the best part of the track that day. I, I think well Verb we've already talked about Verb earlier yeah. in, in the in the podcast and that horse raced along the rail. I don't think the rail was very good that day. In fact, it may have been dead. Uh, so, you know, this, this horse has a shot to move forward. I think 15 to one is fair. Cr- oh, I don't think it should be, fit- I don't think it should be 15 to one. I think you're talking
1: eight, nine to one, but I may be wrong. I hope, I hope for your sake and my sake, cause I'll be on it at 15 to one,
0: but we'll see. Yeah. Now this race does feature the return of Maxfield, who was one of the favorites for the Breeders Cup Juvenile. And, and he was ultra impressive winning the Breeders' Charity at Keeneland last fall. And. Now he had a he had a slight hiccup uh, on his Derby Trail. I think he had to be uh, he had to have a ankle surgery or had her chip yeah, removed. Yeah, believe you're baby. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's worth taking a shot against this one today. I I can't Im- I cannot imagine that Brandon Walsh – Brandon Walsh would have this horse fired up for this start. Uh, the, this is not the goal. The no goal not the is sixteenth. No, I, I you know, agree. Yeah, the goal is the Kentucky Derby, so this is a, this is a stepping stone. I think we'll get the best effort out of this horse next time. And breaking from the ten hole, he's going to get a wide trip at some point. Uh, I don't think Ortiz is going to roll the dice and try to run up the rail with his horse. Uh, he he he'll be wide, and if if he if he's wide on both turns, he's going to have to be much the best. I don't think he'll be much the best on this day. Then the goal is yeah. is several months down the road. Uh, and then to his outside. Uh, I was really disappointed that Major Fed drew the twelve hole because I really like this horse. I think he's a cool I, horse. And he's uh, underrated. I think he's underrated. Yeah, I go back and watch his Louisiana Derby. He he was slow away from the gate. He was dead last all the way around. And then Rosario just whipped him around the horses. He was he came off the turn probably six or seven wide. And and he was just he he was a freight train. He went up finishing fourth but I like the way he ran. He just looks like a bulldog coming down the stretch. He, he, he wants, he wants to, to, to run well for you. And I'm happy for the, for the Foley barn that they get a horse like this. Now, I, I hope uh, somewhere along the line, this horse uh, develops. Now, the problem is today from the 12 hole, he's in the maxfield boat. Is you know, mm-hmm. he, he's probably going with Rosario. Rosario's probably going to go with the same trip again, and he's going to get a wide trip. So, I mean, again, he'll have to be much the best and, in what's a pretty good race. So. And I would add, add?
1: I would add to, yeah, that Wells Bayou and New York traffic, if I'm not mistaken, ran one, two around the track, right. in Louisiana Derby. This guy passed 10 horses on his basically You would make us not a speed favoring track, a speed favoring race. So, I mean, he closed like a freight train. This is a really good horse. I'm hoping he gets the points to get into the Derby for uh, team. Foley Lloyd Madison and stuff. So I, I would not be surprised if he won the race. I think maybe the pace of the race maybe plays against him a little bit here, but I'm not going to say he can't win by stretch of magic. As a matter of fact, i will be kind of pulling for him. I know they think highly of him. So, um, yeah, major fed would be on my tickets. I'm a big fan
0: of the horse. And uh, number six is New York traffic. And I don't know what, what to do with this horse. He, I want to make, I want to make Saffy Joseph meet, beat me outside of, uh, Florida. Amen. You know, I, I he, on number power, he, he is one of the ones here he's one of the fastest horses in the race but i i don't know what to do with him i, I could see him winning or, or finishing last you know i'm with you but because
1: of that in a horizontal you you have to include him because you know we, if you handicap the race from a pace perspective there's not much speed in the race to be honest with you uh he and he doesn't have to be on the leads so it's paco paco could send him set off a horse Um uh, I'm not saying he's the best horse in the race, but from a pay standpoint, I would I would have to include him. Do I think Pneumatic and Maxfield and Major Fed and the rail horse for Stidham, do I think they have bigger futures? Yeah, but from a pay standpoint, the horse theoretically can steal it. So I would have him on a horizontal ticket. So
0: you're on number two as Pneumatic. your official selection, number two yeah. Pneumatic. I am going to go with number one, Mystic Guide, if the price is right. Uh, I
1: don't blame you a bit there.
0: But this is a great race. It is. Uh, it's a
1: really good, really good Matt win.
0: Okay, we'll wrap up the card here with the 11th race. It's another 100,000 stakes. It's one mile on the grass. It's the War Chance stakes, and they could not have found a more difficult race to to to, to send us off. This this is, this race is absolutely <laughs> impossible. I I could use eight or nine of them and not be sure that I've I've got the winner. But no. uh, I like a lot. I like South Bend. I'm going to give him another chance. This horse he he he's been a victim of some wide trips lately he gets the rail this time Leperu is still aboard uh they, they went away from him last time manny vasquez rode him last time but he goes back to leperu who who knows the churchill turf course well knows this uh, horse well yeah you know, he the horses run well on the churchill dirt uh, something along the way led him to try him on the turf and he's been fine he's been fine like i said he's just he gets a gets a lot of wide trips so If they can, uh, if if he can avoid going four or five wide this time, I think the horse has a chance to get there. Now that that's that's one of many. Uh, Who do you like in here?
1: You know, uh, I don't blame you for South Bend. I'm like you. You give me eight horses, I'm still not going to feel confident. But if I make a top, well, I'll I'll give give you a horse real quick that's going to be a buzz horse. I can assure you that 15 or more, 15 to one morning line street ready. I have a feeling he's going to be a bit of a wise guy horse here, and I. Don't mean that in a bad way, because I think he can win, too. He's not going to be my top selection. Because if you saw the last race at Goldstream Street Ready ran, he was as wide as a horse could be early on. If you had bet that horse, you thought you had nothing. And uh, he, he was six wide down the backstretch, wide on the turn, and just kept coming, kept coming, and, and beat a good field easily, uh, fairly easily. It was actually surprised a lot of people. You know, I'm sure a lot of people were cursing the ride down the backstretch, but... He just kept coming and kept coming. So, this horse has some talent. Whether he wins this race or not, I don't know. I bet he opens at less, less than 15 1. I'll say that. But my top pick would be smooth like straight for Michael McCarthy, shipping in from the West Coast. Uh, the speed, the early speed figures on this horse are crazy. He's been victimized by some really fast paces. I don't think he has to run that fast early today. And if he does get out there, you know 46 and four as opposed to 45 and two i mean his early pace numbers 109 113 just and has held on very well if you go back to his race at del mar the grade three he got a nice comfortable lead from the 11 hole 47 and 4 112 and 2 and he airs he airs so if he can slow it down a little bit up front i think this horse could be dangerous under john vlasquez who's, who's excellent pace rider and i like george straight and george straight is indeed smooth right so he would be my top selection uh, a horse at a price i thought he'd be higher than this in the morning line is pixelate 8. pixelate 8 for godolphin i thought he'd be 15 to 1 he's 6 to 1 in the morning line if the race were to fall apart i'd like to have a closer and joel rosario's as good as there is closing on the turf I think this horse could make some noise, but I would want more than six to one on pixel eight. But my top selection would be smooth like straight in a humdinger of a puzzling race.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Smooth like straight is the horse I had mentioned in my notes. Uh, If you go back to his last two starts, he had to uh, I mean, he went tooth and nail with a with another speed horse and he had no break in that race either either race. Uh, the first one took its toll on him, in the Eddie Logan stakes. And he came back and he, and he raced really well in the uh, Pasadena stakes. He was run down by Harbu that day. But I, I have mucho respect for Mr. McCarthy. I think he's a great trainer. I think he probably needs to get better stock. Uh, the, once he gets noticed, I, I assume he will get that. He, he used to train for Todd Pletcher back mm-hmm. in the day. He was assistant to him. And, of course, the connection there with Johnny Velasquez, that, 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 this, this horse, if they let him get away, he's going to win the race. Yeah. Uh, the question is if they go with him or not and the, the, to his inside the the six horse hieronymus has early speed i don't think that they want to go with with a smooth like straight i, I don't I think that would be suicidal I, I think this horse could get away and, and you know he could go wire to wire uh, easily so that that he i'm with, with you on him uh, i i'm also with you on the 11th street ready i noticed uh, that uh, he's from a thorough graph point of view, he's paired his top in his last start actually has two or he's, yeah, yeah, he paired his top in his last, last start. Uh, part of that was due to a wide trip. Uh, obviously the horse is getting better. So I think this is one you want to include, uh, and pixelate, you know, uh, uh, pixelate is fast on number power too. I just, I don't know if I can take a horse, to finish third in the Texas turf mile. That's, I
1: completely, yeah, I completely agree with you. I just wanted a closer and Rosario was on the closer and cause in case this thing fell apart and it could fall apart.
0: Uh, one horse we, we, we need to, to mention is number five field pass. This horse won oh, the, yeah. uh, the old Jim bean gallery.com furniture stakes slash spiral stakes <laughs> slash lanes in slash Jeff Ruby <laughs> stakes. This horse, yep. uh, he's, uh, I mean, he, there's nothing wrong with him. Uh, he's he he's fine. He ran a huge number on the poly track at Turfway. Prior to that, he's kind of he's kind of slow mm-hmm. on figs. But uh, you know, this is this is Mike Maker on the grass, so you have to give him respect. I don't really care for the price, though. I mean, he's probably going to get bet off that win at Turfway. Uh, but I think you know, I think there's others that offer value in this spot. So much more uh, enticing. You know, to me, I definitely want the one the six the nine the 11 on my tickets and you know I, I'm, if i can make room I, i'm probably going to add a lot more but uh it's a tough way to close out of just an outstanding card outstanding card and, you know it don't uh, don't get hung up on trying to hit pick fours there's other wagers that you can you can make bank on i mean there're doubles and pick threes exactas win in place and what you know there, there's different ways to go don't don't fall into the trap of you know you have to play a pick four, otherwise you're you, you know you're not going to make a profit at the races. There, there's there's other there's there's ways to go about doing it without having mm-hmm. to, to invest a whole lot. So you know and just just be mindful. There's going to be a lot of opportunities on this yeah. day. As and, I always and, say,
1: hey, let the race let the sequence tell you what the bet is. That's what I always say. Right. The Don't. Confer-
0: you're absolutely right. Don't don't fit a square peg into a round hole. I mean, it's amen, brother. And, and let your let, let the horses and, and your budget tell you what to do. Yes. Uh, so we're going to finish this off here today. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter if you want to yell at me or fuss at me. My <laughs> handle is at at D.R.S.H.I.L.L.I.T.O. That's Dr. Shillito. And how can we reach you, sir?
1: Well, uh, my name is Alan, but on Twitter, I go by Derby Will, at D-E-R-B-Y-W-I-L-L. And I personally want to thank anybody and everybody that listens today and hopefully in the future, because we do love our Kentucky racing, and that goes for Churchill, Keeneland, Turfway, Ellis, Kentucky Downs. We'll be talking about all of them.
0: If you want to uh, catch, you should be able to catch us now on iTunes, Mm -hmm. Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, we've, we've submitted to all these podcasts so we'd be grateful if you hit the subscribe button. Uh, we hope we haven't put you to sleep tonight, but, uh, we wish everybody good luck and Alan, I will see you at the races and I hope to have you here next week. You got it, brother. I can't, can't wait. Thanks all everybody right. for listening. All right. Everybody have a good weekend and we'll catch you next week. Thank you.